A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, signers. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, we have more reviews to read. Thank Hell you. Yeah. We absolutely love to hear it. Uh, if you aren't aware, if you leave us a five-star rating and review, we will read it on air. It doesn't have to be good. It just uh, has to be five stars and not, uh, you know, racist, sexist, any of the ists. Uh, Y'all know this by now. Y'all, yeah. like, don't be an asshole, but just leave us five stars. You, you could be an it. asshole to us, but not to, like, uh, <laughs> groups writ large, you yeah. know? Um, but without further ado, let's read some lovely five-star reviews. This first one comes to us from Curious Cap. It's entitled Fave Pod. Hi, gals. I've been listening to your pod for a long time, and it's a bit silly that it's taken me so long to leave y'all a review. But hey, better late than never. Very true. I love these ladies. Listening to this podcast is always inspiring, and it's actually mind-blowing how y'all can talk as in-depth about food as you do astrology. I've learned copious amounts about the stars and myself and people around me from listening to listening to y'all over the past years, and I look forward to hanging every week. I appreciate your consistency and dedication to the pod and to us signers. I know this year has been difficult, but the sense of community that is fostered by this pod makes me and probably lots of other signers feel like there's always room for laughs, growth, and love. Aww. Also, I got to meet Sweet Stevie in Portland in January, and it was a real dream come true for me, not to brag, but also kind of to brag. Thank you all <laughs> so much for all you do. Love from Portland. Thank you, oh, Curious Cap. Oh my goodness. I think I know who this is, but I'm also like, wait, am I thinking of the right person? So, yes, thank you. Uh, we can definitely talk about food quite a bit. And also, that's um, that's actually coming up in this next review called 
often can't relate, but it's still great <laughs> from Eccentris. Honestly, I couldn't care less about subjects like spicy McNuggets, pop culture, or sports. I'm listening for the Astro Talk, but I respect the host's right to talk about whatever they please, and sometimes listening to them happily ramble on is comforting. It's truly fascinating that someone can have such strong opinions about things like bacon on a burger. <laughs> Their senses of humor and refusal to censor discussions of trivial topics remind me to lighten up. I have a Capricorn stellium that includes Saturn in my fifth house, so thanks. I need it. Their perspectives are super different from mine in terms of interest and sign placements, and I fully appreciate them for it. Well, thank you, Stern compliment. Uh, I it's bacon on a burger gives me nightmares. I've come, <laughs> I figured it out. It, it is a strong opinion. I don't sleep <laughs> that night. Okay. <laughs> Wait, that's been your nightmare fuel. I swear, if I like mixed meats, I like <laughs> meat sweaty nightmares. Anyway, I think that that could be. I I'm. Well, you've heard it in breaking news. You've breaking heard it here news. first. Don't mix meats. Don't mix meats. Don't mix your meats, baby. Your next review comes from Sweet Costicle, and it's entitled Black Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Black Heart emoji, I should say. feel like I have to preface this by saying I'm a Virgo sun, Pisces rising, Libra moon. Love this pod. So much chemistry. Fun to listen to and be informative. Black Heart emoji star twinkle emoji thank you high compliment from this uh smr trio i love it and thank you for prefacing i love that thank you black heart emoji yes (laughs) always love a black heart emoji uh this next review comes from grateful chels uh and it's entitled so much fun learning from these gals Newer to my spiritual journey and starting to deep dive into astrology. These ladies make it attainable, interesting, and fun. Learning so much about specific pieces of astrology, but also getting so much information with the way that they discuss charts and signs and learning to read in a way that's intuitive to you. Thank you. Thank you for being the highlight of my Monday each week. Purple heart, purple heart. Uh, And then it's signed off at she's into this woo woo stuff. Love it. Great handle. Wow. Great handle. Thank you so much. She's into this woo-woo stuff slash Grateful Chels. Um, welcome aboard on the journey. And we're so happy to be the stewards uh, here with you. <laughs> we're like the the um, the gondola guy, the gondolier. Whoa, I like this. Yes, your your flighty attendants, dare, dare we say. <laughs> dare you. Uh, this title is W sun emoji, Y moon crescent emoji, S like the little arrow, like a rising emoji. Very cute. And that's from Plutonally Baby with the candle emoji, pizza emoji, wine emoji. Loving all these emoji glyphs. Um, Do yourself a favor and Neptune into this podcast today. Not to be Capricorn-y, but this pod has been the Aries I breathe during quarantine. Lisa, Stevie, and Julia are unpretentious. Wow, wow, guys, that is a very. That is, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I've never heard that one, and I love it. Funny as hell, and so full of astro knowledge and resources. They've helped me find laughter and wisdom during this year. Plus, join their Patreon, and you might score PO a custom reading of your birth chart in the style of the pod. This pod is truly a gem, and I don't wait. Virgo and download it immediately. P.S. I'm truly sorry. I only speak dad joke. Oh, yes. <laughs> don't, don't not apologize, Plutotally, baby. That I was great. Love that. We are going to have to frame that. I know. That was really good. Like, th- like 
I now I want to know the signs behind, like, what's the big three for Plutoli, Plutoli BB? I'm guessing some Scorp. Yeah. I thought there's some jump, but I mean, this is a, this I'm, is very, no, sound I, off. Yeah, please sound off. I love it. I could not adore it more. Thank very you so much. Cute. So good. Our next review comes from Glampire, and I think there is an emoji, but I think my, I might have an old version. I see of that. No, I see that too. It, it does oh, a little X. Up. Maybe it's one of the X. new one. Maybe it's one of the new ones. Okay. Hopefully, it's that little seal laying down. That would be cute. Yeah. Or my favorite, the square, the block of cheese under the box trap. Oh yes, the mouth booby <laughs> trap. trap. <laughs> I'm into the boba, so that's what I'm pulling for. Sure, that one's cute too. Um, maybe it's the vampire considering they are i I think it is the review is titled hooked from one episode i'm really picky about the podcast i listen to so when i decided to look for one about astrology i'm so glad i scrolled a bit and found wis i listened to mercury retrograde and then ninth house and i look forward to more as i slowly catch up on old episodes i love you guys mixture of tangents about your interest in real astro talk I love learning about astrology packaged in such a funny and approachable way. Thank you. And keep, please keep doing what you're doing. One question. I'm an Aquarius sun and a cancer moon and rising. Please read slash drag me. LOL. Oh, well, aqua sun cancer. Oh gosh. You're, you got a full vase there. Yeah. <laughs> you got a full vase. Of, a, lot, a lot of, a lot emotion of water to look at and process uh, when you're at your breaking point. Only. <laughs> This the is, is cracked. <laughs> this is like really wearing your heart on your sleeve. Um, but like uh, the image I'm getting is like um, you leave the house with mascara tear running because you like cried but forgot that you did it. Like yeah. going throughout going throughout your day with like mascara dripping down your face unaware. I was going to say this is the first person who like genuinely said, I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) When you said hard on your sleeve, I I saw the heart on the sleeve, but it was on this like really cool mesh sleeve. So you're like, is that your heart? And it's like, sometimes. (laughs) But then also with this aqua, it's like, I don't get why people are always like, why people think I'm so emotional. I'm not emotional at all. That's Mm -hmm. what I mean. Like, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, hope that did it for (laughs) (laughs) me. Uh, thank you. You guys, I mean, nailed it. That is what, when we talk about good reviews, I think that that lot just, just did it for us. Yes. I mean, thank you so much, uh, for these reviews, for the reviews that have been left and the reviews that are yet to, to review. Uh, the reviews of christmas yeah a future you know (laughs) um oh what a great christmas carol plot line of like uh podcast review review. (laughs) oh yeah you gotta you gotta write that i know know, i'm like don't sketch on the computer yeah don't steal it i am writing it um thank you so much for your reviews if you haven't left a review um give it a thought i don't know just Um, do it just do it it. like we said it doesn't have to be like nice but you know it makes us feel good it helps us chart and we also just really like hearing from you it feels good you know we're talking we're literally just talking to each other most of the time and you know we hope that you like it but it it feels nice knowing what you like and what you don't like and and all those things we take uh episode suggestions we'll answer your questions it's a great sneaky little place to to interact and hey, it takes like two seconds. Or you yeah. can take a long time and write a cheeky dad joke. 
poems sort of thing too dealer's choice yeah. yeah whatever you want you it's your review you do it your way but just do it come on why not come on we need you please please we love it do it uh thank you if you've already done it uh and without further ado please enjoy this week's episode Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Animal Crossing vase of this podcast. Oh! I've never played Animal Crossing. I hope you do, and I hope you got that reference. I've never played it, but Steve really wants me to play it. Apparently there's a vase that has the Aquarius symbol on it in Animal (gasps) Crossing. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I can't afford a Switch at this time. But (laughs) I heard. Steve got a Switch and has been playing this game Hades. Steve just like wants me to game so bad and I like refuse. (laughs) Um, Even though I've like talked about there's games that I like. I know that I like I'm not anti-video game, but a lot of the kind of, like, first-person, you know, whatever, those games, I'm just, like, not into it. I know we've discussed this, but since he got the Switch, he was like, you should play Animal Crossing. And obviously, I know it was, like, a phenomenon over quarantine, but I didn't really, like, know what it was. But after when we were playing Among Us, love it. I was like, my favorite part of Among Us is after you get killed when you're a ghost and you just get to go and do your tasks without like anybody bothering you. Yes. And he was like, you that's literally Animal Crossing mm-hmm. is just like doing the tasks. Same and- with Stardew Valley. That's what I'm waiting to play cuz I guess it's going to become two player on uh PlayStation soon. I what think it's already what is Stardew? it called? Oh, Stardew, yes. Stardew Valley. So you can, it's going to become two player because Paolo plays it one player and he like has a farm and, you know, it's like, I think it's similar to Animal Crossing. You do agricultural labor, <laughs> like, and just like, hopefully, and there's seasons for things. Like, you're just a farmer. Oh my God. I won't play it like, I won't play it probably like on my own, but I want to farm with, I feel like that'd be just a nice, like, after dinner wind down. You know, like, I just want to, I just want to, yeah grow my crops yes in peace but yeah i know what you mean of like i'm not gonna play skyrim it's just not ha- as that's what he's been played and it's it's just not gonna happen yeah, yeah I, know. I, I don't know i do i do say i'm gonna go to sleep now if you want to turn your game on i can fall asleep with that <laughs> on that's, that's yeah the vibe in my house mm. yeah same same thing Mm. we actually just had the discussion recently because uh, a peek behind the curtain it's a it's still not the new year yet for us but we'll be looking at the year ahead soon but this finally you know month 20 hundred of this year have the finally had the discussion of where it was like time for bed and we had this big storm last night and everything 
and we're like like turn all the lights off and just like drink like he was drinking bourbon I was drinking a wine just like looking out the window watching the lightning we don't get weather a lot here everybody so it was a what quite an event and I was like okay it's like one because we stayed up late to watch it and I was like I'm gonna let's go to bed and and he's like you know because he was we're kind of like cosplaying as like southerners on our porch like watching the storm roll because that storm was like an epic Georgia storm okay one we don't get weather that much but also this was like zero to 60 yeah it was uh, cool absolutely nothing to full-blown like halloween special effects lightning show you guys if you want to know how infrequent it is i have had my dog for I don't know, six, seven years. And he doesn't bark at fireworks. He doesn't like, if there's a skunk or something outside, of course he'll bark. Or like if someone's banging on the door, but he was losing it. Like he woke me up. He was like, this is not okay. Like I've, he's never seen it. He's never seen lightning. He's never heard thunder. He was like, this is crazy. And I don't like it. No, it was it was a shock. It I was had, remarkable. It was very cool, but that led to the conversation of of Pabs then being like, you know, as our as we were like, sorry, everyone that is uh, sitting on their beautiful Southern Queen Anne Victorian porches. But he's like, you know, you could say, honey, I'm gonna lay down after you finish your bourbon. You come to bed straight away. <laughs> Where I was like, oh yeah, going to bed at different times is like something. We, we've been so synced this year like and i yeah i'm and this is something in any normal era that of course we go to bed at different times and have our things but we've been just so like i don't know like meshed so uh that's what the storm brought up and us was like oh yeah different bedtimes uh is a possible is a possibility thank you lightning for that stroke of that stroke of genius well it's like you know we've had different work schedules and everything too where it's like you don't necessarily have to or i mean you i feel like i we've been i don't know never mind the whole time until he started his new job and now we're both waking up earlys and going to bed earlys synced synchronous well i we've just been like very like and I'm just amazed we've done it so far this year of like, what are we watching? What are we eating? What time is bed? And I think maybe it's just been, okay, that was a lot. We've done like the most synced food, television, movie, sleep schedule that we'll probably hope, do you, God willing, hopefully never have to do like uh, ever again. But yeah, no, the storm just like made everything switch where I was like, oh, I'm not doing shit today. I am going to sit in cozies. Look, I'm going to just look out the window. It was so good. I love rain. But also I know this is why I'm such a basic LA girl that I love staying home in the rain and looking out the window, not like living my life and going to work and like doing anything that is functioning in a rain society. Oh, I snuck out today in the rain, got my stuff done because I knew no one would want to be at the post office and I knew no one would want to be at the spots. Oh, I thought you were just like, I snuck out. I put on my I put on my bathing suit and stood in the <laughs> and I pretended to swim. I let the rain just rain on me, me, me. <laughs> let her that sounds, that sounds let her nice. Just, let her just soak and 
And then they, and you know what I'm excited about? Callback mushrooms will be popping up. Mm-hmm. Give it five to ten days. Yeah, it's gonna I be the mushroom. This is gonna be the foraging time. I just bought some expensies and um, you did. Yeah, I bought some expensive ones. <laughs> the last few times I've bought expensive ones, I it's just never enough. It's like I need more shroom. We'll what flavor? What flavor? I got shiitake. What brand? Or they were shiitake. Oh yeah, they were like thirteen ninety nine a pound, which is kind of a lot. Oh, that's expensive. That's yeah. expensive. I like the well, oyster I mean, the yeah, best I think, right now. For anyway, the oyster. Mm-hmm. Oyster mm, That's the one. That's the one I have in the the grow box right now that I've been spraying. It's nasty. Those are the meatiest tasting you know mm-hmm, like meat mm-hmm. substitute oyster or mushroom mm-hmm. yeah i have a big wad of sod in that it's basically like in a box a wine box mm-hmm. i know i was i I, th- I thought about getting you that for christmas and then i read this review that said they somebody uh-huh. had gotten them one that had i guess gotten wet and like it had started growing before they opened it Oh no! And, and they opened it, and it was like rotting. And I'm like, I just, I can't take a chance on that. But it was a different <laughs> brand than the one you got, in a different like mushroom variety. Well, imagine that you order someone like the box of growable mushrooms. They like are on vacation. It's rainstorming all week on the box, so it's getting wet, and then it's just a little mushroom feel like growing on your yeah you know, your internet bill <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly gross i love that uh also peek behind the curtain we can come back to the rainstorm but i was bit by an earwig about four seconds before we started recording uh, this is how this the is how you know i'm gone pro everybody because look you couldn't even t- you couldn't even tell i was just bit by an earwig it was yeah one of the scariest moments on zoom on record that was really- or like i on, wish it was recorded i know, I know. Stevie just went, oh my god, I just got bit by a spider. And then her screen went blank. (laughs) (laughs) The the spider, what we thought was the spider, then logged me off immediately. (laughs) Oh no. Uh, It climbed on, it said seven days, and then it (laughs) logged her off. We're all going to get bit by a spider. No, Lisa and I were discussing that we we both have good friends who also had severe spider bites. And there was other, I feel like there were other people on Instagram just because we've been so digital this year that uh-huh. have also just had bites grow inexplicably. Yeah. Uh, One of them was Steph Tolov, who is a maniac and a hilarious comedian. And she oh went God. to the doctor and they told her nothing was wrong. And then it, like, something was seriously wrong, and she had to, like, go to the ER. And then the other one was Lindsay, and she, it was, like, a few weeks. Lindsay Adams, who you may know from uh, our live event. or you know, Oh, yeah. Other, yeah, so she had, like, a big one, too. So scary what stuff. What were the spiders? Also a very funny what, comedian. Do we know what type of spiders it was or just general spider? I, I was no. scared to ask. I asked, I asked Lindsay. I don't know about Steph's, but I did ask Lindsay, and she said, it's like too hard to tell because of the symptoms. So obviously it wasn't like a brown recluse or a black widow or something like that, where there are diff like telltale signs of what kind of poison mm-hmm. it likely is those ones where it's like the, I think those situations are, 
aren't aren't so much that it's the spider itself but it's like another kind of like it bites you in a place that also gets infected in a way that uh. just like, cuts it off or you have something else on your skin that uh is also agitated and makes you react differently it's not that that spider itself always per- like provokes that reaction i think but spider bites yeah. are fucking gnarly yeah it, freaks me out. it does freak me out just well, uh, any kind I, of bite really not into I, it. I had the spider i remember we were this is in the you know in the before times hang on a second i'm hearing like a squeaky it's me trying to open my weed package i was like i'm gonna mute <laughs> i'm telling you it's like i this is a Nikki black joke but it's i'm not fucking indiana jones i do not know how to open these ones. Oh no okay let's i'm glad this got brought up because weed packaging is is too difficult to open i can't do it on my own it's too hard it doesn't need to be that i don't need hard. a fucking riddle okay <laughs> this is like hellraiser rubik's cube yeah no what thank ca- you it, and it's always like squeeze this together with all your might, and then and it's like, what do you do? If and you then use your third that? hand to pry it open. It's like, what the fuck is wrong well, with you? And you, as you know, as someone who's had a nail injury this year, that is, I, I'm opening things now. I'm very because I lost that nail. I either opening like a tab of something or a can of something, like opening something. I can't remember what. And yeah, it's easy to fuck your shit up. So. Also, that hurts so bad when you have a nail, like, just, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, being alive is pain constantly. You're always <laughs> bumping into something. As a, as a very, uh, Uranus, not not Uranus heavy, but I am very accident prone, and mm-hmm. oh my God, everything hurts all the time. Aries uh, Moon, Aries Moon, very accident prone. Yeah. It's that's like all the things are like you rush and and bump into things and and. I'm queen of under and over measuring. Like, just can't yep. get it. Can't get it on the first go. Uh, yeah, scary. Scary scary as an earwig, which I couldn't believe an earwig just got me because I have not seen an, or even thought about earwigs since, like, for 10 years. Like, that's a child's bug to me, and I feel like I've just never experienced that. That's, Ear- like, grandma's is- bathroom drawer, <laughs> like, bug that I've just, like, forgot about. Or, like, um, uncover pushing a rock over Ugh, yes 100, ugh, 100%. i just think that when you're little you're closer to the ground and you see them that's Whoa. it like i don't think there's any because i do remember bugs like always being around and i feel like now i'm just like further away from them so I'm or like, it's climate know. change maybe i mean i when, when <laughs> i meant that sadly as a joke but i guess it's sad, probably also sadly not a joke. no i mean i think um when you initially said it, I was like, oh, of course, like, it's there on the window. Because you, you, initially you were like, oh, there's an earwig, gross, or whatever. And then I did you were like, ah, bite or bite. But, like, but that was, like, it was about a 30, 40 minute in between where we thought, like, there was no more earwig issue. And it was, like, near the window. I feel like when it rains here, especially because it is, like, Bugs a more up. desert climate than a lot of, like, coastal cities a lot of the like stuff wants to come inside immediately yes. and also of course all the humans are like oh my god i have to turn the heat up to 80 mm. i did also look up um what the earwig represents if you'd like oh, to no. oh, i do i'm afraid but um but know. now it's like, yeah it's trying to get me to sign up for something okay um <laughs> for ig weird earwig <laughs> yeah. this is from ted andrews via facebook so who knows who this man is oh 
Um, it's a transformation. It's a fearsome hunter and protector. Um, it's known as the insect of war, and wow. it does have poison on the on the <gasps> fuck. Uh, on the jaw on the its major defenses it's fearsome jaws on the rear of the body and the poison on them but i think obviously it's probably not like you know um like like deadly poison yeah like like a splash of poison yeah well i think they all like most bugs do have an irritant on their yeah uh, striking Mm. area um but it does say something about uh like preferring a cool dark place to work and rest so if you've attracted that, maybe it's time to turn the lights down, you know? Whoa. You did say you like working in the dark. Love working in the dark. Uh, yeah, this earwig did pinch me. It stings. It crawled from the window. I also knew of its existence earlier because Pablo thought he killed it hours ago. Maybe this is a bug too, but could be the same, could be the same guy. Uh, I think this earwig means war. It pinched me. It sings. It's gross. It's ugly. That's uh, acts of war. <laughs> that was a hate crime, so. and I hate. And my the hate crime is that I hate earwigs. Uh, you're an earwig fan. I have questions for you. <laughs> I'm curious how that could be. We are starting a new podcast network called Earwig. 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 Oh, and Earwolf is going to sue us, and I don't give a fuck because you can't do anything about it. There's- Come at us. We're the war. The war bug. The bug of war. <laughs> there probably is like a podcast network in like can. I don't know why my brain. There's like Canada something. There's earwigs. some. If it's not a podcast network, there is something called Earwig. There's I, a, it, the, almost yeah. like. It's you say it, and I'm like, that is something. I know it. There's definitely some clip art of an earwig wearing headphones listening to a podcast somewhere. For sure. <laughs> somewhere well, if the there's not, net. there will be after this. Yeah. Uh, well, we're back. your earwig work. Yeah. Speaking we're, of what there will be, we're back <laughs> in this technical new Ugh. year. I can't believe it, really. It like, yeah. doesn't feel real. Time doesn't really process like it used to <laughs> yeah happy new year everyone yeah happy new year happy new year we made it through as we you know i think we said on the last one too i mean no that's for the moon so not for not everybody but yeah i Our mean patreoners got to hear that in that was a good that was a good full moon to yeah end but the I, year mean, on. <laughs> I can't i can't believe we did it i mean it it feels unreal to still be kind of in somewhat of a similar position as we were not not during our 2020 uh year ahead look but <laughs> nope <laughs> the, the idea that we are celebrating new year's also kind of on lockdown is pretty uh astounding but we we did it a hell of a year but we yeah we're, we're here so yeah we definitely did not that. did not call that uh <laughs> that did not call that vibe that we would be entering <laughs> 2021 that's why it was was so weird to pull up like any transits and think and changes ahead because like I think I just knew the 2020 transits like almost like the back of my fucking hand by this point because there was nothing to do but stare at the sky and be like all these retrogrades all these like very on the nose transits that are just like unfolding before our eyes and I almost got like scared to look at 2020. I was like, I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> like I had a moment of like, maybe I shouldn't. 
Well, you know what's interesting is I did go back and I didn't fully listen to our 2020 year ahead, but I listened to parts of it and like skipped through some stuff that felt like, oh, like, you know, I, a lot of me talking, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, or just stuff that felt like, like, oh, this, we didn't see COVID coming or whatever, but yeah, it was interesting because like Stevie, at one point we're talking about school and you, you said something and you were like, I feel like all the kids are just like on an iPad, like watching, like they're like, we were talking about like in-person learning, which Mm -hmm. is such a like interesting perspective now that like literally that's what fucking school is where it's like all these kids are. And and I think it was me that was like, I don't know if schools have money to like give them iPads. And it's like, yeah, they fucking did. They gave all the kids like uh, Chromebooks or whatever. And like, it's like it was just such an interesting thing because it was you were kind of like almost make making a joke but just saying like we were talking about how we don't know what learning in the classroom is like anymore and you mentioned Mm. that and then julia there were a couple of times where like i would say something like um you know maybe something like this isn't that bad and you'd be like yeah like you know i could totally see this being a thing that really helps people grow or you know something that's really awful (laughs) (laughs) and like i'm like okay you called it like it was pretty bad like i mean it definitely did both uh yeah heavier weight maybe on the awful but well it's just you know I think I've used this one already and it's, you know, Jess Calignato brought it up on a podcast where it's like building muscle means you have to literally rip your muscle in order for it to build. And so it's like, you know, we use growth as like a euphemism for um, positive things that come later after like awful things. Yeah. And I think it's like just we've been so socialized to try to kind of cushion awful things even though we know instinctively that like they're you know um oh like knowledge insight what a perspective we have all these like euphemistic ways of saying it because it it feels too uh like i don't know crude to just say like yeah it's gonna suck (laughs) (laughs) but but also we just we know instinctively that we have to like I don't know. We can, I also, we can say it sucks now because we know we that it, it definitely Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> the, the thing that's hard. You know, I was really struck about in preparation for this and thinking about, like, what – it made me think of several things, and one of which is that I'm like, I don't like – I don't think I like year aheads because <laughs> it's such a big – yeah. At least for like a, you know, I, I like it in terms of like bigger themes, but I feel like, you know, listening to, even if we were told, you know, especially in a year like 2020, even if we said like, hey, this is how it's going to be, no one would want to hear that or think that that was true and prepare their life accordingly. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we just, I think we just like kind of can't fathom either way like that I know a year isn't that long but it's like it's too far for you to actually like do anything with it that was like weird no that's what was weird about looking and like say for example being like oh okay there's gonna be like I don't know like uh Pluto's going direct in October 
well, maybe once we talk through more of these months, that will feel like more like, whoa, like finding, I guess, like the themes and the energy, right? Maybe it's because like last year's whole look ahead was like, weird, everything's saying to just stop and chill. That sounds nice. And then nothing of that happened. Like we chilled, but in a way that's still like uh, a forced chill. A forced chill. And also like a chill that's still resulting in a lot of death. So like we need to yeah. do more chill question mark or like more money, obviously, period, exclamation point. Well, it's uh, just like how could but we... yeah, I think we've also been jaded as fuck from this year, right? And like how do you even we don't even know what next month really will have in store yeah. for us, really. Like it's we're in such a historical mind fuck of a time. So I don't well, know. I guess acknowledging that is I think a very human thing to do of like, that was like a big global trauma. We're all still very much in, we're not out of it yet. So that's, I don't know. Oh, yeah. for sure. A well, hard I mean, agreeance, I guess, is what that all was. It just also made me think of, um, you know, what I think, I don't know how, I don't know how effective or useful or anything like prediction is. And I kind mm. of think that astrology is its least kind of useful when it's being used for quote-unquote prediction and I know that's not what we're doing but that sort of thing of like I think there's just something with the human mind that like we have to learn by doing and experiencing and and having it actually mean something because even when you go let's say to like a cliche cartoonish version of like a fortune teller uh, like getting your fortune told to you doesn't tell you any kind of steps of how you're getting there or what it's going to do. You just either either it comes true or it doesn't. It's just like a 50 50 thing. And because of the way that we have to talk about it, like like saying something like, oh, this could mean, you know, growth and luck and expansion or this could mean something awful and terrible it's just all of this kind of dice rolling like well we don't actually know so we have to say both and therefore it's like what's the what's the point of it well i this is definitely how i was feeling last year when we were doing the year ahead because i i don't i don't really use astrology in my day-to-day -day life as a predictive tool i don't really use horoscopes um, I do look at daily transits. I do try to interpret those things for my natal chart. Um, but I don't really, I look at things as what, where's, where's something I can focus my energy on right now? Or, or, you know, what are things that, uh, if difficulty arises, uh, like don't to not get heated at today. So I, I, at last year I was very much like, this isn't going to be helpful. And there's a lot of, transits that are really like big and broad and uh, a lot of retrogrades and conjunctions and things like that. And this year looking ahead, like I just saw a lot less of that. Oh, So yeah. I felt a lot less pressure to find a way to say something nice about whatever, or like find a way to, I just, I felt a lot less pressure on it this year because I think that with astrology, I think there is such I don't know what exactly it is. And I've like tried to write tweets about it and stuff, but it's like in other professions and like in scientific fields and in meteorology and in like social science and like in other things that aren't to do with like spirituality or self-improvement, um, people are allowed to make guesses and in astrology and in psychicism and in like 
tarot and a bunch of other like as we would say like eccentric or you know whatever side like I don't know how you would metaphysical um realms like those things are scrutinized in a way that's like you are wrong and this is this whole thing is a lie because you're wrong and it's like little kids read books and read words wrong and we don't fucking tell them like that book is bullshit because like you didn't read it correctly or you know what I mean like it there's such a weight put on this thing that it's like if you say one thing and it doesn't come true the whole fucking science is out the window and I think Mm -hmm. that's such a like unimportant and like uh like very one-sided way of looking at something that isn't meant to be viewed that way so I think that taking this year ahead and looking at it as a way of like hey what are the best times for me this year to like try to find a new job because everyone is probably considering their career after 2020 Mm -hmm. what are the best times for me to if I am going to think about traveling next year at all whether it's like to see my family that I haven't seen all 2020 or like because I need to get out of these four walls or like whatever what are the best times that might actually work out with numbers being like not so high and maybe like some of those transits that kind of mess with travel being like not in the mix or whatever so I think that's like a really fun and insightful way to view this thing that is like we're making guesses we're not like saying your life is going to be blah 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 or change or whatever and if it doesn't happen for you like hey it might for someone else it's okay just use it as introspection well Mm -hmm. yeah I mean the thing is with this like I think bigger prediction is like there's so many factors of people and places and like in astrology is also about like themes a lot of the time too. It's not always maybe an, an, a specific event. It's like a whole, like, like the air, like all this switch into air, right? Everyone did, at least in the woo astrology community was like, it does feel like a change of shift from, from energy, which is hard to quantify. And yeah, I think, I don't know, like also these, transits like we come across them day to day month to month so it's like I'm going to become familiar with them but like there is I don't know I'm going back now and being like there is some power of like zooming out and seeing like the ebbs and flows of energy and and those things of like yeah I can just like glancing now when you said like when's a good time to apply for a job I'm like well Venus and Capricorn early in the month in January sure seemed like a, a nice time to get our shit together and I know we have a Venus retrograde at the end of the year so because I think a lot of those timing and pacing things for me on projects this year did really line up with the transits mm-hmm. and I was like damn I wish I kind of knew this was going to slow down which I did Susan Miller told me but I should have pumped I should have like pushed harder on the gas then I, I also you know, like, I'm living and I'm living and learning yeah. it's fine but it's just good to know I also was looking at the year ahead and I I was like oh my god there's the eclipse in Taurus, it's like near degree of one of my things, and oh my god, and it's a full moon, and that means I'm gonna something's gonna end, and it's like I think. Oh, dude, like, I'm so scared. Uh, like cool. I've been so like all this Saturn squared fixed stuff. I'm just like actually like. I'm I've been. I was afraid too, but I I when I was I was starting to freak out, and I think also because. Like, I'm here to get over this fear because I think it's I need, <laughs> there's a lot of us right like there's more I'm not the only oh, yeah, for sure. person in the world but um yeah so fixed sign recovery group right here I definitely was just thinking too like you know it's the end of the year I'm already in a place of like I I've had like a lot of stuff happen this year and it's been hard and like 
looking back really sucks right now and I really like don't want to do it and there's Mm. just a lot going on with me already thinking about endings and so that especially seeing that on while I'm like taking notes or whatever I started just spiraling to like this is like gonna be at me and like this and it like it very well might it very well it's it's the day after my anniversary it very well might be a tough day you know I don't know it also might be fine and I was like right when I write down like I don't often write down a lot of um like asteroids or fixed stars or other things even though sometimes they come up while I'm researching and so in December there's going to be a uh where is my note it's series I think series I've heard it I've I've I've, I feel like I fluctuate between calling it Ceres and Ceres and it it goes into um Taurus as well and so I was like I don't even remember what that asteroid is and like what has like something like Juno or something so I looked it up and it's about like love and fertility there is a school I was gonna say I I love I love her I was thinking about her a lot when she was in Pisces not long ago because that kept coming up for me and I learned more about her during because I think I have Sarah's in Pisces is probably why I was doing that and no, it's like the earth. It's like the it's Mother Earth. earth yeah, and fertility and devotion and like, you know, reproductive and all that stuff. So I was, you're like, I I'm was, getting knocked up on this, right? Person. And like, also, you know, <laughs> thinking about it being such a big and uh, important day and scary day after my day after my anniversary or whatever, you know. So it's just like I had that on my mind, and then there was this thing that came like, hey, maybe like there might be something really beautiful that you, whether it's like actually having a baby or that you like produce or create or you know there might be something really beautiful that comes out of that eclipse and like you know in further a month later so like wait what day is that on (laughs) on december 21st is the the lunar eclipse is the Uh, in 2020 in 2021 right yes and then december 21st so like on the day of the great conjunction 2020 but in 2021 their series will be cirrus will be in taurus so you know, there are things that are going to be hitting one after the other. And there's always like um, the, 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 always the darkest before the dawn or whatever. Well, and you also just realize there's always something like, you know, I was going to say, oh, I, oh, I'm excited because it's like fixed signs. So I'll kind of get a break or whatever. But then it's like, oh, no, but I still have things in fixed, like, I still have a fixed Mars and Mercury and Pluto. And now there's, that's going to be getting squared too. Like there's, there is never right. any point when something isn't being uh, trined, opposed, squared, whatever it is. And it's like, obviously there are ones that you feel deeper, but then, you know, if you're, if we're looking at it this way, instead of a, instead of there being like a, an end point, a release point, or something like something that we're working to it's more just like oh it's just the next you know it's we're always like, getting asked back to it's, it's emotion yeah. as life is yeah exactly and it's never it doesn't it, it there isn't going to be like a year where no transits are hitting you or whatever you know what well, i mean like and we're feeling all these new feelings in a year that is like the first year of its kind like it feels like we've now moved into it like I know the whole like new era new vibe new this I mean it it does feel real like it does feel real and true that there's like 
it feels like a cultural t- like a 9-11 sort of like I know where yeah. it's like the longest 9-11 ever basically <laughs> that's just like, I would, can't stop I also loved what I, I listened to a bit of the astrology podcast tbh didn't get through the whole thing three hours and 35 minutes I did listen and I, I checked in yes. um, one of the things that I really liked that they talked about was you know the talking about the year ahead um, they're talking mostly about in the beginning hour about um, the Jupiter Uranus or the Saturn square Uranus um, and there, there's also a, a Jupiter Uranus square I think happening as well but um, the idea of, you know, we, we kind of have this idea in our minds about like, oh, Saturn being square to Uranus, like that's going to be problems and things are going to come up restrictions and like, you know, unexpected changes and they're, they're going to be squaring off. It's going to be difficult. And like Austin Coppock kind of brought up that, you know, coming from where we've come from this past year, it's actually kind of a nice energy transitioning from that Pluto stuff. So mm-hmm. like, this is moving somewhere that's a little bit more about, um, uh, you know, figuring out these sudden changes that it might feel hard. It might be a balance between change and structure and, you know, things that bog you down or, and like I was reading too from Robert Hand and it's like letting go of relationships that are like bogging you down or making you feel like you're in a rut. And I think it's a good reminder that when these things are happening, like this is for the best this is not like in order to happen to like fuck you up or whatever yeah it might fuck you up for a minute Mm. but it's these things are things we need to change that's why they're they're getting the you know it's the rugs getting pulled out from under you because we've been sweeping stuff under the rug for years you know it's not like oh well like i just want to like fuck make this person fall down it's these are things we need to change their routines behaviors relationships the, another thing that Robert Hand mentions is like getting a job like it's it's talking about more of an, a transit when it's transiting your natal chart but I still like looking at it that way sometimes um but he talks about getting a job with more responsibility and not as much reward which I think is something that's just to be expected given what's happened like economically in this country um and not like for everyone and not forever and not like you should take whatever anyone gives you I'm not saying that I'm just saying like there are like, especially in my work at, in restaurants, like there are things you're going to have to do that you didn't have to do before because of COVID. Yeah. There are like hand sanitizing techniques and social distancing stuff. And like that stuff might not go away just because we have a vaccine. Like that stuff might still have to be in place. Even if you don't work in like those specific industries, like we are going to have to adjust and it might be more work. And yeah, you might not be getting a bonus for that. So just something to keep in mind, responsibility. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, and it's very much the, you know, again, kind of <laughs> synthesizing all of those thoughts and feelings of like, to me, the most beneficial thing of looking at a year ahead is saying like, what's the theme of this? What's the thematic transit of this year? And it really is going to be that Saturn square Uranus and the fixed, mm-hmm. all of the kind of fixed seasons are going to present this same square. Like it won't be it'll be squaring all of those things squaring or opposing uh and at during or, any or, or conjunct or, or yeah, yeah or it's just gonna be it's gonna be doing stuff <laughs> with each other yeah, 
the most the high not not only highlights but thematic highlights to me are going to be all of the fixed seasons that saturn square uranus goes exact um three times during the year um the first is uh february 16th 17th i was it's so funny because i was looking like watching listening along but also looking at my ephemeris and Mm -hmm. i forgot that it's not in LA time so I was like all of my dates are like 16th to 18th whatever because <laughs> I'm so bad at time conversion but first one's <laughs> happening um in in February 17th at seven degrees of Aquarius and Tor and I'm sorry at seven degrees Aquarius and Taurus respectively then our next one is June 14th and then Christmas right? Eve, yeah. And then December twenty fourth. So wait, and um, then so wait. So those are the exact what's the first squares. one again? The seventeenth. February seventeenth. February seventeenth. Then June. Then June fourteenth. Then. And then December twenty fourth. Man, this feels also like check in is it? Yeah, like sure. that feels like quarterly, like check in. Exactly. If With, we're thinking about that as saying exactly what you were saying, Lisa, about like these, what systems are working and everything, it's this like hey, we want to change this thing, but change happens slowly. Let's check in at these points and see, are, is this still the same? Are we changing the right thing? Are we fixing, is there a new problem that's arisen? And thinking about each of these seasons too, the backdrop of those after we go through, you know, um, more of the, like I was saying, in each of those fixed seasons too, you're going to get sun, you're going to get Mercury, you're going to get Venus, you're going to get Mars. And it's not necessarily exactly squaring and conjoining those things because obviously of like planetary speed and we can go through some of the like highlight ones too. But again, we're going to see like, oh, this, this problem came up because we figured this out during, you know, Leo season that now there's this thing and then we get this after that you know we're like a resolution or a point where we have to make a choice based on that information that we've gotten in the in the preceding fixed season Mm -hmm. well i think too you know like i try obviously with all these kind of things i always try to look at the positive and i think yeah those those uh saturn aquarius squares and fixed signs it, it might be tough stuff it might be hard and and thinking about the way the government has worked thinking about like getting the stimulus bill passed and all this kind of stuff like that to me is very like fixed square energy like oh well you want to do this and we're trying to do this and we got this and you got to get this and and we're gonna add this and all that so I I do feel you know a little prickle when I see those especially after having three um Jupiter Pluto squares this year where it was like or no conjunctions sorry Jupiter Pluto conjunctions this year that kind of coincided with the waves of COVID. So seeing that three again, I'm like, oh, I wonder what it could be. Something social justice oriented. This is very, to me, I could see that something very like, you know, big Black Lives Matter moves or big like moves as far as UBI or something that could be really cool. Maybe some, or, rural, maybe some rural changes, you sure. know, if, if you literally Absolutely. do the like plug in the words to describe Saturn and Uranus. I mean, and again, I think what we talked about earlier of like saying, well, it could be this or it could be that. Julia said this could be a year we learn a lot or it could absolutely fucking devastate us, which it, and you know, again, it did, ended up doing both, but rules can change in our favor, what we would like to see or the, towards the other team, mm-hmm. right? right. Like not to differentiate people, but people's ideas, like if I told you on that first Saturn's where there's going to be big police changes, 
there's two groups of people that have two thoughts that just came to mind right. and they're different. <laughs> like so, that's all, yeah. that's all. Yeah, you need so, to know. so like, I think the thing to keep in mind with these kind of things is, you know, when you see those things and it makes you prickle, like, Oh, we might have like more big protests or like things we might, we might be really having to fight for those rights and not in a way that's like, I don't think the protests are bad or whatever, but it's like, it is scary when you see people getting shot by rubber bullets. It is like that. It's a big thing. It's not like, just you know another protest so those big moments that it can there can be tension it can feel scary whatever you don't know if you're gonna get the thing you really really want after that 12 217 we're gonna see in may jupiter go into pisces for the next one so maybe we'll have a little bit of luck on our side for that one you know and then after the third one jupiter goes back into pisces at the end of the year which i think those are I'm good. loving. I'm loving that. I'm yeah, those are that. good balancing. Like we're gonna find some good luck, some happiness. I think, and like if if one transit doesn't go your way, like the next one might be your thing. And let's try to harness that energy for all of them and really just ride a wave into ch- changing and creating a world that we really want to live in. Well, I think it's great too that we're having you know Jupiter. Jupiter. We had the Jupiter Saturn great conjunction uh, on the twenty first, but they're still pretty close by for a lot of the year jupiter does as you said go into pisces um let me give you those dates it's mid end of may to early july um but it is that thing of like jupiter maybe giving us you know jupiter moves faster than saturn literally but also that thing of like jupiter is nice and friendly and figures out like how to maneuver can like skip ahead some steps that saturn can't with you know jupiter can go faster and saturn can't skip steps the way that jupiter can but it is that like oh we see what's possible change wise and then the people that are already super on board are like hey look at this but there are still some people that need convincing and need to see need to say like well you know, like you were saying in this idea of like when you hear police police reform, that could go one of two ways. The people that are already like, hell yeah, fucking abolish, abolish everything, that they're an easy sell. They're the Jupiter in Pisces preview. The rest of us who are like, but wait, how are we gonna who's going into place? It's not that people aren't you know, we get that preview of what's possible, but we still have people's reservations or questions or 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 other problems that arise as a you know the whack-a-mole kind of thing like you knock one thing down and something up pops over here oh yeah and when also which isn't you know again speaking sadly from very american view it's not shocking that we get a little rule change to appease people and then what then they triple ice agents or something you know what i mean like it's never like i think that's the thing of like fixed what is really fucking up like again thinking of what could be positive aspects of be you know that fixed stubborn energy that i think is getting that wrap of being difficult which this yeah I, i'm not I wouldn't be surprised we're at a difficult very difficult point of existence right now and there needs to be very difficult conversations that are really real and really like no we can't anymore like this is the all- end of that it's all very fixed stuff again too where these aren't like we you know we've we've talked about this privately of like the platitudes and like um 
you know, quote laden Instagram videos will not appease us as a like response to something or whatever. Uh, it's very, uh-huh. it's very like fixed problems for fix and like need fixed solutions too, yeah. where it's not to something me, to not, show for it. Yeah, exactly. Fixed? And it's not, it's, it's not like, oh, f- because it's fixed, this is going to be worse. It's just like, this is the area that we're playing in. We're not playing in, um, you know, uh, we're not playing in cardinal land, which is like starting the things or upholding <laughs> yeah. the things. We're in fixed territory now, which cardinal is like land. <laughs> but seriously, what do what do these steps look like? What are we need to right. know? Like, what? How are you going to pay for this? Or how is this getting built? How is the, like mm-hmm. who's doing these things? Yeah, I think that I think you know they talked about on the astrology podcast a lot, sh- shifting from that cardinal energy to fixed and mutable, which. I think it, you know, if one of your friends was like, hey, I'm considering like starting a business about blah, blah, blah. Like if it wasn't something that was super like financially sound, you would probably in this time be like, don't quit your day job. Like it, like it's <laughs> yeah. just the idea that there is like, of course, there's innovation. And, and another thing that they said on the podcast is like, the Aquarius thing, it's not like this instant change. It's something, it starts slow, they're fixed, it takes a minute, but it's permanent because they do it slowly. Mm. So it's like, mm. you know, like that's that's how you build the foundation for starting a new business is you start with some of those more like, like more fixed ideas, I guess, well, you know, how would this be long lasting? How do I actually I- support myself? Yeah, yeah. Well, and even you saying that, because I wrote that down of like, I love that it's fixed and mutable because it really is the, the like modes working together and using the kind of like workplace analogy of mutable being kind of the HR between like worker and boss or whatever, that it is thinking in terms of like, oh, well, we need to get these people on board where it's like, during 2020 a lot of I don't want to say revolutionary because it's not revolutionary but like new ideas or new things were were proposed and then you know kind of some holdovers they do need to be explained like just the mechanisms like just the logistics parts of it and it's like uh I like that the mutable is kind of ushering in and saying like well why don't we try this like Mm-hmm. okay well why don't we take these steps or why don't we like do it this way and then once you know we've talked so much about fixed energy once it gets going and picking up it's unstoppable but it's like it just needs to be told literally like here's literally how you defund the police it's these <laughs> you move this here yeah. you move this here this is the tax exchange or whatever that this money that was going there is now going here and then people can go like oh that's great. You know, what we could also do is move money like this and whatever, like then that fixed energy gets to ramp up, but it just needs to be told literally like, uh, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. You can't like, like Cardinals very much new ideas and proposing plans and starting and then fixed is doing and then mutable is like, where do you need me? (laughs) And I will help with either the starting or the doing finishing, but just let me know where to go. Yeah, I think especially Uranus Taurus too, because I think it's questioning things that are. And and one of the things that I saw this year that I, I don't feel like got associated with Uranus Taurus a lot, but for me, it was all I thought about is the idea of like rationing food and home good products because like people were 
hoarding them. And yeah, people were panic buying and like hoarding food and toilet paper. And to me, that that is such a like Uranus Taurus where it's like questioning the most basic need and like the most like like thinking of Taurus being that, you know, little kid that's like still fucking shitting its pants it's like you you need toilet paper like you need and and that people were you know like uh whatever stockpiling it and and the grocery stores were empty you know for months at a time and just seeing that happen and and like I know there's also like a big farmer strike going on in India but I don't know too much about it so I don't want to like talk about it it's not that I don't want to talk about it I just don't want to like don't have the information the, yeah. yeah so um but I do think that it's questioning some of those more basic need things which that is is really hard on people and that gives people a type of fear that other things don't where when we're questioning ideals and morality and those kind of things that can be kind of fun and you know weird woo territory but when it's like someone's taking the last like food item at the grocery store it feels a lot different and I think that like you know I know people like I'm I'm thinking of people in my life that I've lived with or whatever where it's like they have very specific habits about food because maybe they had a lot of kids in their household and it was like you know (laughs) pretty much like fend for yourself fight for you know or whatever like if your parents didn't have a lot or maybe, maybe you're well off, but they were never around to like cook for you. It's, it's very easy to develop like patterns around those things. And so seeing those things this year, like for me, I went to the grocery store and it was like, it was empty. And I was like, okay, well, this is just like a transit and it'll be over eventually. And like, we have enough food, but I could see how that might make some people feel like, oh my God, like I need to buy everything that's left because there's no more food. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just those instability with things that need to be stable. And I think that thinking of that in the theme of like fixed things of like, yeah, but actually, how are we going to do this? Thinking about, you know, rent, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of the evictions that are about to happen of people that are going to lose homes, people that don't. We've had no stimulus, all of these things. I think, again, well, it's like Taurus. I mean, that Taurus yeah. earnest food, like I think how many Americans don't have food is of course it's like what the fuck literally (laughs) have food give them food (laughs) the term used is like food instability yeah or whatever which to me is like so literally uranus and taurus Mm -hmm. like would be like if you were plugging in kind of keyword sorts of things um but also that idea of like yes this has been a persistent problem but now that enough people like just literally can't eat or can't Uh don't have money don't have houses whatever it's like yeah but how are we we can't do a again we can't do like an instagram video idea this isn't the time to like um propose a philosophy on how the world should work we need an actual just how are we going to get people money and food and shelter Uh these like fixed kind of yeah you know again solutions something else that's interesting about this year when we talk about the great conjunction and the grand mutation from earth into air is that all of the uh, mercury retrogrades in 2021 happen in air signs also, which I think is again, like in a backdrop. And I'm sure there's a correlation um, in, in futures of like, which sign, which um, element these Mm -hmm. things happen in, but 
it was water before um at least in 2020 all of the retrogrades were oh like the the elemental sequential yeah like order yeah yeah of mercury retrogrades and thinking about in terms of like oh well if we're presenting new ways of being and new things or our our structures are being threatened that's a really like emotional response that we're having to deal with so a lot of the problems or miscommunications or re insert words need to be done around our watery places Mm. um as opposed to this year when we are kind of dealing to me with more fixed earth air uh kinds of issue like real logistics kinds of things the problems and reevaluatings that need to be done are pretty systemic like not Mm -hmm. not not systemic like institutional but like like real air mercury stuff like just literally did you communicate to x y and z this thing and this thing like do you know what I mean? It's not our emotional responses. It's just literally like, did this work? Did this not? I also think that, you know, with, with January specifically, and I think this the first um, Saturn square Uranus in February, like January, we have Mars entering Taurus, which it has been in Aries for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, everyone is kind of like, oh, I'm so excited to have a change in a Mars sign. And that's like, no, oh, you're really not. like, this is a dud for a fucking, <laughs> it's going out of its domicile and it's going into a square against, you know, all that other Saturn. stuff in Saturn, Aquarius. Jupiter. And Mercury is going to be in Aquarius on the 8th. So, and so in general, it's just meeting up with Uranus just to like, right. tell together question. So yeah. it, it is kind of like a, a fuel to the fire kind of place. And I think that, you know, I don't know where people are at in the world as far as COVID. I'm not sure what, I know it's different depending on what state you're in and country even more. Um, But I'm sure there are going to be talking like about who gets the vaccine and in what order and like who, you know, people trying to buy a spot and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that there are going to be things, especially like with that Mercury Mars square, I'm thinking having several times. times. Yeah. Throughout so the year, I think, I think that about the vaccine makes so much sense as a persistent, again, one that happens in basically every, not every month, but pretty once often. In a while, yeah. Don't have any Mars retrograde. Mars and and Mercury end up squaring fairly squaring often. often it feels like, I, again, not to be like predicty, but you saying that that's the first one where I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense as a repeating. Well, I think well, kind of really thing. it's more about having that conversation because yeah. I think that, you know, right now, I don't know if he wants me to say this, so, but I'm going to, and maybe we'll get in a fight about it and that'll be Mars or Mercury. But my um, <laughs> friend's working at the COVID testing site and, you know, he might be one of the, one of the first people that ends up getting the vaccine, which is really cool. But um, you know, and I, I'm supportive of that and I in no way want to take his place or anything like that, but I could see how in some relationships there might become a dynamic of like, who's more important or like, and, and not Ooh. necessarily romantic relationships, but this idea, which we've been kind of grappling with all year, but having a very difficult time as we're going through a mutual trauma of what's essential and do do I matter and how I do I affect people and am I this and and I could see that that kind of Mercury Mars conversation where it's like 
it might make you feel uncomfortable about where you're important or how how like you know in what pecking order you you sure. like fall and that's not what this is for you know just I I just rem- I want you guys to remember that no matter what time the government says you deserve something or no matter what time uh you know if if it makes you feel like you're not important or whatever, like you are important and and everyone has different strengths and everyone's going to get hit by this stuff in different spots. So just be patient with yourself because when those Marsy fighty stuff come up, it's super hard to keep our cool, especially in conversation with others when that's the main thing that we need to do in order to get past the problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's another pattern report just to, you know, while we're here and we don't know shit of what's truly going to go down, but the Saturn square off with Uranus check-ins that we're having in Feb, June, and then end of December. So for the first two, Mercury will be retrograde during those aspects. Mm -hmm. The last one, Mercury will have gone direct by them. So that's another astro weather report that not only are we going to have that possible, you know, not possible, it's a square, it's tension. So that means do, Mm -hmm. that means to do something. And hopefully it's like a, welcomed change and something that we're like yes the change but also we know it could very well be a forced labor um but then also we have mercury not operating at full speed so maybe that is you know double checking our work writing it down offering you know thinking of a b and c um just because you know our community our communicator like that's where mercury retrograde is really going to come in handy is like yeah it's not doing it you know it's not operating at its full capacity so uh yeah well another just of note because i love that that it's retrograde and retrograde and then not because at the end of the end feels very like fitting right like ah yes of course at the end of all this bullshit we should uh, figure this out well it just it just again signifies all of these things they mentioned this on the astrology podcast too that it this year and next year i mean we're recording this now in 2020 still um but so for 2020 and (laughs) um the kind of calendar new year and astrologically speaking these uh um uh, what's the word cycles also kind of line up pretty nice this year that's Mm. not always the case i know you know i think 2019 was like a really weird not not new year new year and um kind of 2022 at the beginning at least but this idea of these cycles do kind of culminate nicely with those things but um thinking of what better way to like make a decision and have people not be happy with it and get feedback on the problems arise that arise from whatever decision you made then in a mercury retrograde with those squares too to like bring up problems that need to be changed or like systemic things that aren't working, but then also to think of it as like course corrections that are available to us. Mm -hmm. Um, I think especially because we're going to be going through big changes and having things open and close and, and vaccines coming in wait, like these things are going to come in waves. I think it's also kind of hopeful to know that, okay, we're having a lot of these Saturn Uranus squares to me, which means like we could get a lot of kind of do overs potentially. Ah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where it's totally. like, these are not set in stone things. These are things that we're making the best decision. Rule change. Rule changes. Yeah, like with the information that we have up to this point. But if we get different information and if it, like 
This is very much in conversation. And I think, again, with those mutable eclipses, it does feel like more of a conversation than it did with all of the Cardinal stuff, which was very much like proclamations and things that we couldn't do, like so far away from us. This feels very much like talking to the people. This is asking the employees, hey, are you happy with these changes? Because the higher ups, they only know when you say like, no, we don't like that. So it is very like um, listening, listening to the people, listening to the masses, listening to the feedback, like the, the customer comments. And then, you know, we don't, you know, the higher ups kind of can only put something out and see if people like it or not. But if we don't like it, we, I think, will feel very compelled because of the circumstances to be like, hey, we don't like this. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's let's try it again. Here's the next kind of um, draft of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say is in February and we get this again in March to just or I'm sorry, in in May, in February, we're going to have like the most Aquarius uh, set that's happening uh, February, like beginning of February till about the 11th, we're going to have the sun, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, all in Aquarius. Whoa. And we will also have briefly the moon joining on this, on the 10th and 11th um, of, of February. So we'll have six planets all in Aquarius. Damn. Um, one of the things that was brought up on the astrology podcast by Kelly Surtees was like, this is going to be, if you're not sure <laughs> what Aquarius kind of like means for you this year, like what is that? Where's that theme happening? We're probably February at the beginning is probably when you're going to find out if Shit. you don't know up until that point. I because gotta we're just find gonna out. I've been asking that exact that's question I mean. about my midheaven and mars that's what i mean i'm like Damn. bitch you're about to find out i think i already know actually and i'm pretty disappointed and thinking about susan well, said it's the sign of the year that it is i know it's absolutely the sign of the year and then we're Wait, all aquarius or taurus aquarius aquarius well i also saw one i don't remember it wasn't susan miller but it, they said taurus was the favorite of the year really well, it's getting i think it's getting it's squared, getting off, squared yeah. by everything but it's also going to have a lot of stuff conjunct at the end of april going into may um because we're going to get conjunct uranus and also so yeah. we'll have like sun Sun, I again, I didn't write down all of the ones that we're gonna. I have a little calendar so I can throw me some dates. I can, I can look Um, up. End of April, like, I just don't know if all if everything transiting will end up. Well, I guess it well, we're gonna also have Mars and Mars is gonna be in Cancer too, and that's gonna be sextiling with with Taurus energy. So that's but every Mars, and that's a you know, I know that's a weak ass Mars, but like, it's I don't know, that can it still seems beneficial there. Well, but I think it's everything in that Taurus. I think why it's the most favored is that it's like everything is going to conjunct, is going to conjoin Uranus at one point and then be squaring off, maybe not exactly, but at least sign energetically. And so it's like the the impetus to just be like asking for what you want or whatever, where it's like the, not necessarily you're just going to get it, but it's like the thing's going to happen where you have to go like, hey, I need a raise. Right. And then you're going to get the raise. Or whatever because you have the... we don't have time to like yeah. not have the straight up convo at this as we've all realized that uh a year can go by both so fast and so slow at the same time like we've never felt before 
And what, what do we, what can we not fucking put up with anymore? It's like getting shoes that fit perfect. You know, it's like, just like figuring it out, like do getting the worthy investments doing what, like, I mean, it'll be interesting to see too, which we've talked about even at the end of this, you're like, what will the future of like cities look like? We're already seeing a lot of places kind of change quickly and people move to different places and now jobs, office spaces aren't going to probably look the same as it was before. Uh, there's a lot of real talk cards on the table. Money is involved. So we do need to discuss everything that is, is happening now and not, not in theory, like let's do mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I think too. I mean, I'm hoping, I mean, I think we're all projecting outside of astrology or, you know, in, in all aspects of life that we're going to get some good COVID news this year. And I think that we, like, I think around April 27th, we're having a Pluto retrograde. I think that could be a real slowing down of COVID cases time. That could be a real, like, you know, things are warming back up. We're feeling a little bit like summer 2021 is coming back. And maybe not. And I'm not saying, like, run outside without your mask on or anything, but, like, uh, hopefully that's a good sign for, for some of the kind of death and rebirth stuff to slow down or possibly, you know, at the end of that retrograde cycle, we can find, a, or yeah, at the end of the retrograde cycle, we could find a way to, to allow for some of the grieving that has ha had to yeah. go on privately to happen mm -hmm. uh, to get in a way that's together, whether it's, you know, erecting a monument or, um, you know, having having real life church services, even though I think they're still doing those for some reason. Mm -hmm. But like, you know what I mean? Like real like funeral stuff that could be actually safe and um, and in a way that really works. I mean, maybe that won't be the case, but I'm hoping. It no, will. it's I think it's absolutely going to be the well, case. We'll, we'll have an administration that at least I would think. I mean, this is a like this is trauma. This is an event. This is a, a th like everything you're saying, like we're just all trying to like get to like some sort of survival mode still that there hasn't even been time to like give a look at the big picture of it all and what this all really feels and looks like. And I'm sure, and yes, if you work in the medical field then you're like, yeah. bitch, and it's like, I, I salute you and I understand, but culturally it's like, this is a huge this is in just like this is this would be on the crown. This is like yeah. what we're dealing. Like this is like one of those times. Well, it's also like we don't know even on if just the crown like was in the United States. You know I mean? Of course, <laughs> even on the simplest level, not what this emotionally means, but on just like a logistics level, I think people are really we're going to go back out into a world and it's going to just like literally look different because some businesses that were once there uh, aren't there anymore. Like we're just not going to know the, the count or like what's the repercussion. there. And you're going to have these little things that you are going to try to go to a place that once was that now is no longer you're able to go to just. Oh, things there's gonna, other, I mean, I I'm mean, thinking about like, you know, cause we are in the bar industry. Like, we know a lot of the places that are for yep. sale and we kind of know, like we were having a conversation the other day where we were talking about this bar that we used to go to all the time when we first started dating and that it sold. And, you know, it had like the signage that looked like a liquor license transfer. And we're like, Oh, I wonder if like this person bought it, like it seems like their kind of place and whatever. And it's like, it might actually be the same place that you go to that is 
different and the same like the same like different ownership or like a different menu but also like I doubt they're gonna like have money to remodel a place you know what I mean so it's like that whole kind of thing no exactly where it's like what the even if it's back to normal I know we keep saying like there is no new normal but I think it's just things like this where it's like yeah it's not there's no new normal in the way that we're thinking like the world's gonna be so different it's gonna be stuff like that where it's like oh whoa like like okay I thought this was going to be one way and now it's it's not it's like a smaller scale but even not more insidious but it's like I don't know I I think those are the things that I get not to not to like be like too rosy about how things are looking but I think we just couldn't even comprehend what that effect is going to have thinking about that but that is so much more uh like you don't need to have a 9-11 every day. You just need to like go to a bar, have that happen more frequently. And that is equally as traumatic. Does that make sense? Um, well, I mean, there's more carnage with 9-11. So maybe not the same amount of like, it's, I think it's just different strokes for different folks. But I'm just wondering if all of this is like, no, we're there's just no way we're going to go back. There's no back. There's just no back. It's truly forward. What forward is know who your guess is as good as mine at this point because our minds have been blown apart like this year and will more places I don't know I keep thinking of the roaring 20s too because it's hard to not think of the timelines of these things are we going to move into a more underground like specialty uh community that's with this Saturn return of the internet that we talked about before and also I'm thinking of even the 90s leading in from the internet into like rave cult, like, you know, that resurgence of raves and cult. Like, I, I, there just seems to be themes that I'm like piecing together. I'm like, could this be this? Like, I don't I've seen a lot of businesses this year that I've supported that I know are definitely DIY, Venmo, Instagram pop-ups. And oh, yeah. that fucking rule. I love that stuff. I When anyone sends me someone that secretly makes a dumpling you know out of their apartment oh like, i yes. ordered gelatas delivered from instagram yeah. the other night and it's like that is something that you i mean i'm not gonna go tattling on it no 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 adding it. here we're not that adding like, we're not blowing up the spot so fucking awesome and fun <laughs> and like but that's so aquarius taurus that... yeah. aquarius it's... chic i know about this thing and then the tourists will pay for the luxury michelada like well, and it's also the most fixed thing to me is like truly cutting out the middleman and just being like <laughs> just bring me what do you thing. want <laughs> yeah it's like i can bring it to you okay cool like the, now we got it and the cost is more efficient or whatever yeah Ooh. i mean i'm if that's the theme i'm i'm pro i'm pro this and what's so funny not to make it a very like red versus blue dems versus conservatives or whatever that's like so in theory republican that like (laughs) that like it's like those things of like where people maybe got sucked in and agree of like get out of my fucking business and let me just live my life um yeah it'll be interesting to see how like i think more liberal people do want that like there is agreeance of themes that everyone does agree with but it's been told the same story for so long and that we can't all get there and um a fix wants to just get it done like let's just move on to the next assignment already i can't believe we're still working on this that's so mm-hmm. fixed and i hope that that at least can equal progress and i get how on the flip 
Vix is stubborn and also won't budge. And then also sometimes the, you know, we're still stuck on the same project. Whoa. I, I also just got um, made a lot of uh, dick yeah. pics. <laughs> Unsolicited oh. Michi pic. <laughs> I also think that there's. Um, Did it come in that no. pineapple? Yes. Wow. Oh, I saw I saw a link. I didn't know if that was like the sample. Oh, yeah. That was was mine. Wow. That's I'm not going to say because I just. No, no, this is no, this is the stat. Again, we ain't snitching on the cool spots because that's how they get shut down. We've been around the block. We're fixed. We understand this. Oh, we just we won't share it. It's for. And um, I also think that there's this some of the stuff and I think this is very Aquarian for me anyway like I have been checking about the coronavirus and like checking numbers and updating my phone and like looking at the news and this and this and like obsessively like COVID porn refresh all the time Mm -hmm. so often this year that a big part of next year for me I'm sure I'm not I don't know when or how but I think a big part of the year for me will be about like learning how to live in a place where that fear isn't as strong anymore or like mm. I mean right now it's still just like so bad here but I know that one day it won't be either because I'm not here anymore because you know it's gonna get better well but we're like, pretty much we are isn't it funny that here we are we're technically in the end of 2020 still recording this but it feels like we can't get more bottom, can we? Right. I, mean, like, I, guess <laughs> pretty, I guess we're pretty close. I'm knocking on my earwig infested desk. Uh, but no, like it's bad. It, 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 in yeah. theory, I'm being very fixed. How can it get worse? And it can't, I, I'll stop talking. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really, know. I I, here it is. There's only up to go, no, right? I think it absolutely can. And the fixed question is, are we really gonna let this Ooh, get work? Like, yeah. Are we really just gonna not do oh, the thing? Well, like, I think you have your answer to that because yeah. there is nothing yes. happening. But it's, I do yeah. like. I think a big part of the year for me is gonna be learning how to live without that stuff yeah. and learning how. And I think for a lot of people, it'll be that. And also, it might be, uh, like you know, there might be things that are a little bit more like, um, you know, when when do. I at work we use gloves you know and my mom was kind of asking me today about you know what practices I'm not at work right now but what practices we do with the gloves and you know how often we're changing them and what in what cases are we sanitizing them and how and whatever and I it there is a point when you know the gloves might come off I think there is especially in service a point where um businesses are going to want to seem really safe and so having that might make people feel more afraid which like right now we really want people to be hey like be worried about COVID if you're dining here but at one point it's not going to be that anymore and I think the same thing with the masks it's like I I hope that people continue wearing them while they're sick even with COVID out of the equation but like at what point do we feel comfortable going outside again without a mask? And that's going to be a different answer for everyone. Some people already are like, I'm <laughs> yep, good. Like, way ahead of me. <laughs> like, you know, that's going to be a different answer for everyone, no matter where you are, what kind of work you do, how often you go outside, what looking at people you, you're around. Los Feliz. <laughs> there are, yeah, for real. And there are people having fucking underground new year's eve parties too it's not just cool fun michelada guys you know it's there are people no, having there's super spread parties that are like 
if you're rich enough to get a rapid test, you can come to my fucking thing, you know, oh. so. Uh, but this is where I'm like, now you're going to be pumped on fixed energy because I feel like everything you just said, a fixed sign is like, fuck you, fuck that. That's not fair. I'm calling bullshit. I'm like, I feel like fixed just lays out shit usually, like where others might. Yeah, we've seen like the privilege that is removed. A lot of people had a very non COVID year this year, which is absolutely insane to me to think yeah. about. Like you, that never affected you. And we've seen that now with these politicians that talk shit that it didn't exist and now they're first in line to get shots. I mean, a Taurus and Aquarius are definitely not afraid to like bring out the fucking weapons and intimidate some people and be like, look, fuck you, like, fuck you and fuck all this. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but that's just like, like what you were saying, like, I don't know, I felt like a fixed, like stern, like this, like, no, but no more. <laughs> and this is, the, again, the very hopeful, optimistic person's angle of this all. But there's like, it's just the the real talk, like, what are we doing? And when you say, like, everyone's had a different experience of this, like, yeah, we've had no fucking real rules come in. Like, are we going to have real rules happen this year? Like as a nation, as like an actual country, rather than everyone's like, I don't know. And in California, we kind of do this. And then in Georgia, it's sort of like this. And I don't know. And then we all live in the same place. The fact that, you know, any other country you talk to is like, if you fly in, you 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 they take you to a hotel to quarantine oh, and that's yeah. not happening state to state when each state here as we know in the united states is basically its own country like where the fuck is that at like that's a that's my fixed ass question well, like where the fuck we, is these quarantines you know, so at we have that and it's not a like we have it here in california it's 10 days and it's not like you sign a paper anyway <laughs> you sign a paper and that's it and it's like well like if we're not again fixed sign spending money on these things or like import like having them actually be rules uh, fixed sign does doesn't enforce the rules they're like and it's also, then it's then it's this fucking like air mutable idea that's like oh fun idea that doesn't exist like you can't mm -hmm. just say it's a rule and have someone sign a paper it's like yeah that's not a rule i i signed a fucking i wouldn't do drugs paper in high school and like here we are guys <laughs> So like you know like it's no one was standing behind Lisa the whole time of high school being like don't <laughs> do those drugs. I think, and this will be the like parting thing. I think unless there's any, do we have any other? Well, my only other thing, and I think it's just worth like I know we kind of it's not like we went play. We'll be we'll be checking it. Maybe we'll do a, a like a six monther. I don't know. Like I wouldn't mind a a more like overall theme check in, but. There is a Venus retrograde at the end of the year on December 19th. Yes. It's really the only like kind of personal planety retrograde moment. I mean, besides Mercury, obviously. Besides Mercury. Um, so I'm just talking about Mars, basically, because we had this long Mars retrograde this past yeah. year. So that's on December 19th at the end of the year in Capricorn. So, you know, that seems like probably if you if you read any horoscopes, obviously, like doing love things or like changing appearance if you get married, like, I mean, if you have a winter wedding, like, so be it that that time, 2021. But, you know, Susan and the, and the folk are going to say, you know, it's not an ideal time to do those things, but live your life. Um, but I don't know. It just is so at the end and so end camping. It's it's interesting. It's We start this year in Venus and Capricorn, and then we end it in uh, Venus and Capricorn retrograde at the end. So it feels very end cappy. And, yeah, people's money and people's what they have and their earthly things is a I'm sure going to be a very big conversation this year. 
what people well, are making, what we're doing, where we're going, all very earthy, especially Capricorn questions uh, at large. It's interesting because that Venus retrograde is also going to be conjunct with Pluto, which which will have gone direct, I believe, by that point. Mm-hmm. And so it's also going to be not a like throwback. And I don't necessarily think it's with the the virus, so to speak. But it is interesting thinking of that coming at the end and then ushering in this next kind of like fixed period more of like what not like what ended up standing the test of time but like what things as like a response and change in value like that just Mm -hmm. is very like value changing kind of thing or like the not the consequences but to me it's very much like a uh this is something that will be changed because of things that were set up throughout the rest of the year well that well that end of december it's it's like Almost like not ominous, but I'm just like it's the only part of 2021 that made me go, huh? Like I know we're gonna have the Saturn squares with Uranus and like a bunch of other you know aspects and transits along the way, but this little procession of um, you know Venus goes Venus is retrograde and Chiron goes direct on the same day, and then we're gonna be in Cap season, and then we have that last Saturn square Uranus not in Mercury retrograde but during a Venus retrograde, and then the last big sort of ingress sort of thing is on December 28th. Jupiter then moves back into Pisces here to stay for a minute. And that feels very like there's something about the last big sort of thing being Jupiter entering Pisces that feels very hopeful and like Mm -hmm. sweet and just like, okay, we're just get into Jupiter and Pisces. Like, and we're going to have a taste and we're going to have a moment of it this year. And then it's going to go back to Aquarius, which is some Saturn energy. We've been in Saturn mode for quite a bit, just in general. And then this feels a little more free, right? And flowy and uh, just, you know, all the good, all that good stuff. I think too, it's like, I, I've been doing those brackets on Instagram and like, I kind of like getting a lot of messages regarding like, oh, well, I really thought this sign or like my sign didn't get anything or, you know, Mm -hmm. these kind of things. And I'm really excited for Jupiter and Pisces because I think a lot of people, for some reason, are really down on Pisces. And they're one of my favorite signs. And I think that, like, it'll be nice for you to appreciate them for once. And I think this year will be the year when, like, you'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, Pisces, this thing is really cool. And they are fun. And, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I all, all of you are my favorite signs. But, you know, I just when I hear and I, a lot of Aquarius are really upset that they don't get voted for. So, you know, if you go on my brackets, just keep that in mind because they're getting their feelings hurt. Well, and if look, you would like people to, yeah, look, <laughs> if you'd like people to vote for you, maybe you should stop breaking everyone's hearts. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I agree. If you'd like people to vote for you, be involved. And I think that's what we're going to have to find this year is how can we be involved? Aquarius are very involved in their community. Mm-hmm. They're very involved in philanthropic work and like, they're good friends. So it's how do I, and, and friendships can be hard. There can be things that you are like, I can't with this person and their fucking job. Like I'm sick of hearing about it, but like, you just have to learn how to say, I love you. And thank you for letting me know. And you know, that's it. And like, you know, turn the phone upside down as we say. Well, well I also, think- I mean, this is just like a overall thing. Cause it's, it's been for a long time, but I feel like I have a lot of, I've, gained a lot of Pisces friends since moving to, since being in Angelino and I've met like I've just 
I've always been surrounded by Scorpios and Cancers, but Pisces are the recent sign that have come into my life. And I feel like talking about Pisces placements with my Pisces people, Neptune's just been like chilling in Pisces for so Mm -hmm. long, making all these Pisces feel so extra fishy and watery. And um, that's all good. I think it can just sometimes be like a little, just could like, what the fuck, which is very, again, Pisces. So having Jupiter that, you know, uh, what do you like traditional ruler come back you know Pisces yeah I don't know like they have that big like mopey like who me and it's like you are Jupiter don't you know this mm-hmm. by now like don't you know you are like just say it just do it be it like uh I guess that's the opposite of Virgo right like that just like no like we we're you you know what you're doing and I don't know, it's just like that extra push of it, it like encouragement and that Jupiter entering Pisces at the end of the year feels like that extra push of encouragement. I I think it's important to remember in these year ahead things too that Saturn's always someplace, Pluto's always going to be in some sign. They're and always in one house, <laughs> and you know they're always interacting. And like I love those TikToks where it's you know one person playing all the planets or whatever because it's like there you know this person's always going to be acting this way and like this person's always going to be moving a lot or going backwards or whatever like it's okay. It happens all the time. And it's by design that sometimes when one of them's doing its real aggro thing, one of the other ones is there to lift you up. Yeah. Yes. On that same thing, I was going to say, I think thinking of this next year too, wherever, because it is so square and fixed, um, this idea of, you know, if something is happening the opposite way that you want it to, that is still like the astrology playing out as it's meant to be and kind of thinking of those things as like, not, not problem solving, but it's like whatever that roadblock is, is giving you the information that you were missing in order to like have the thing go through. And so it's like when things aren't, when we're hitting those like setbacks or if you know god forbid i just keep thinking of this way of like how do we how do we keep moving when when we don't get our way and i think that that's like a very fixed idea thinking of fixed energy as kind of like middle child thing or like that like doesn't really get a it doesn't matter either way there's just like stuff to be done and it's like I think thinking we're so we're so either or and we're so like completist right now as a society that's like you either agree with all of these things or you agree with none of them and I think thinking of it as like I don't know like both both sides happening like what can we where not agreement can we come to but like where can we recognize that someone else is also going through a saturn uranus square Mm -hmm. and how can we how can we like figure out these things that we kind of share and so we can just fucking fix the thing not not like get in the weeds about the idea of it it's like let's uh does that make sense i don't know this seemed much more i i hit that vape <laughs> as I was starting, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna finish so fucking strong." And then, no, it was that was it. No, I. I and- but yeah, I guess it's that that it's like. Remember, it is the same transit whether it's going your way or not. So let's still let's not lose the lesson because we're not getting the outcome that we want. Yeah. Because the lessons are there for us, and they are ours for the taking and for the learning and for our improvement. So don't let's not fucking waste them. Let's make sure that we're getting our lessons no matter what. 
get it, getting it done. And yeah, a lot of people might be cranky about it. It's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> like beware well, the cranksters. Remembering that, that like, I think especially where you're saying like, oh, well, that's, this is how someone always is where it's like, yeah, let's remember that like, hopefully for the reasons that we want, but like, if we get our way, that's a lot of cranky people. Yeah. (laughs) We're having cranky, we're, people are going to be cranky on both. Yeah. Everywhere. And I, I think it's also just important to remember that when, when you make mistakes or when things happen that are really hard, everyone has hard stuff and that doesn't make your stuff less hard. And it's, it's happening because it needs to happen when when you ha- when things blow up to a fight or when you have to have that conversation Ooh. it's because it got to a point that that needed to take yeah. place unless obviously you know abuse like nonwithstanding we're not talking about situations where someone's doing something to you to hurt you but you know when things come up and and we're we're getting out of cycles and things and losing people and and, and maybe that's by choice or maybe that's not by choice it's one of those things where you just have to remember that this is happening because this is the lesson that I needed to learn and that's okay. And it might be hard, but I I've been through hard stuff before and I'll just keep going. And I think that's the same thing with a lot of Saturn and aqua people who are really concerned about their Saturn return. It's like nothing's here to in astrology to take away something that you need. I mean, it's here to, to teach you, you know, a lesson or, to, to give you something that you need. So if, if you lose a job during this time, it's because that wasn't the right job for you and you're going to find another job. It's not, you lose this job and then you stop working for the rest of your life. You know, it might not be fun. It might not be hard, you know, it might not be easy, but it's one of those things that you, that's how you get work experience. And that's how, you know, everyone in their life has lost a job at some point or another. So don't forget that, you know, that's, that's part of learning and growing and being. And if, if you have to lose something that you really want, it might've been something that wasn't for you, you know? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this the other day as a very Taurus person of how, when I was younger, I just like hit this like weird phrase where I was like having fights with family over the holidays, yada, yada, here on the Patreon. Uh, but of like, oh, when I would fight, as a very fixed little bitch when I was younger, like if someone fucked up, I was like, yes, they fucked up. Here I go, ready to rip you. And now I think it took a long lesson and maybe this isn't a fixed lesson, but like an unfixed lesson of, oh, when it's my turn to apologize, like that's like what the other person was feeling. And everyone's going to have to apologize at some point for something fucked up you have done period like and just because someone's at their turn doesn't mean you're exempt from your when yours is due so just like Mm -hmm. remember remember this all everyone's a fuck up we're just trying to make it work so make it work tim gunn vibe it very golden (laughs) very golden rule energy of very gold very a lot of gold golden rules afoot with six yeah where it's like do you know don't think you're better do no than harm. any of this shit right now. Do no harm, take no shit, but also that means, you know, doing unto others doesn't mean condoning, like we said, abusive behavior or, or no. those sorts of things, but it also does mean remembering, like, you know, treat someone how you want to be treated because you are going to be in their shoes at one point. Mm-hmm. We're on, we all We all go on both sides and... 
So let's make sure it's it's as yeah. nice a ride as, you know, as possible. You guys, I I talking about growth and change. I the other day I moved my car at twelve fifty nine. No big deal. Street street cleaning. <laughs> it's one o'clock, so I move it right to the other side, and I'm good for the rest of the day. You know, and yeah, there was enough room to save a spot and leave you know leave some room, and I could have parked really shitty, and I didn't. I parked in a space exactly the distance of my car so that someone else could fit and you know that's personal change and growth because a year ago maybe even a month ago (laughs) I might have taken up two spots to save one for someone else and I'm just not doing that anymore I'm being a member of my community so knowing the rule knowing the rules it's just like hey it's just if we all just kind of not that it means be a little sheeple and don't question anything. But hey, if we all move in line with our tickets out for the concert, we get in faster. So let's all just do and, ourselves a favor yeah. and just like get this shit. I wish my city street hope is that they just mark the spots. That's oh, where, I know. that's the well, future. You know, mark the spots. I also, I also, I'm not saying I'm never going to do it again either. I just think, <laughs> I think that you know, some people in my neighborhood, I see it happen and they leave their car for three days, and I'm like. Oh, you weren't even like saving that spot for anyone. You just were like parking like a dick. And that makes me more mad than like, you know, sometimes someone has a doctor's appointment in the morning and it's urgent and there's a need to do something like that. And, you know, we all do exceptional things when things are making exceptions. And, you know, that's fine when it comes to parking and probably not a lot of other things in life. But like, you just you know when it's important enough to do that or when you're just doing it because you're in a kind of fucking aquarius slash uranus mood you know mm-hmm. well park kindly <laughs> we hope that you know again we're we'll keep checking in but this is just a, a preview no matter what all we can do is is our best and take things as they come and and try to let this information make us more empathetic generous kind um compassionate participants in this thing called life you know mm-hmm. and uh we hope that this this podcast helps you do that we really appreciate you and your tuning in uh and we look forward to a fucking banger year with you yeah. whatever yeah. whatever's happening we're gonna meet and and talk about astrology and other dumb shit and, <laughs> and we're glad you tune in to, to hear it yeah, we'll be we'll be reporting live uh, from the 2020 front lines of what the fuck is happening. Hell yeah, we love but shit's, you. Hap- shit's happening. We'll just we'll Stay bear with this. It always is, baby. It always <laughs> is. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your